Ghosts of Diet Culture Present. This is the Weight and Healthcare newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, please consider subscribing and or sharing at weightandhealthcare.com. In part one, we talked about the ghosts of diet culture past. Today, we're going to talk about, well, today. Diet culture is working overtime right now because this time of year contains two of its triumvirate of evil marketing seasons. The holidays are coming, New Year's resolution season, and swimsuit season. The diet industry made $72.6 billion in 2021, and they use a lot of that money to hire some of the best marketers in the world to convince as many people as possible to take one more ride on the diet roller coaster. If you're considering hopping on, I'm here to tell you there is almost no chance that it will end with significant long-term weight loss. And it's not just me saying that. It's a century of data showing us that the most common outcome of intentional weight loss attempts is short-term weight loss up to about a year, followed by long-term weight gain in years two through five, with up to 66% of people regaining more than they lost. Now, there's nothing wrong with being fat or getting fatter, but there is something seriously wrong with a so-called healthcare intervention that has the opposite of the intended effect up to 66% of the time. The tricky thing here is that weight stigma is real. It's not in our heads. And no matter how much we like or love or appreciate our bodies, we're still impacted by it, with those at the highest weights and or with multiple marginalized identities experiencing the greatest impact. Also, many people, including healthcare practitioners, sincerely believe, despite significant evidence to the contrary, that weight loss is a path to greater health. Neither of those things makes intentional weight loss any more likely to work. For me, I chose a long time ago to stop fighting my body on behalf of weight stigma and instead to fight weight stigma on behalf of my body. I have never regretted that decision. If you're still thinking about giving weight loss one last try, remember that the diet industry made $72.6 billion in 2021. That's up from $60 billion in 2012. To put this into perspective, if you made $100 per day and never spent any of it, It would take you 27,397.26 years to have $1 billion. The diet industry increased its bottom line by $12.6 billion in just nine years. They could not possibly have had that kind of growth if their product worked. They would run out of clients. The industry is based on a repeat business model in which they take credit for that first part of the biological response to attempted weight loss, where people lose a little weight short term, and then they get us to blame ourselves and get everyone else to blame us for the second part of the same biological response where we gain the weight back, often plus more. This isn't an accident. It's how they've created a $72.6 billion industry with a product that almost never works. And let's remember that when weight loss fails us, that is not benign. We are not healthier for every attempt, regardless of how it ends. In fact, weight cycling is independently linked to many negative health impacts, including increased overall mortality, and it is, by far, the most likely outcome of any intentional weight loss attempt. Bottom line. Every day, the diet industry rakes in about $198,904,109.58, almost $200 million every single day. And today, not a dime of that has to be ours. Did you find this post helpful? You can subscribe for free to get future posts delivered direct to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.